Hi everyone, um, I thought it'd be good to share some thoughts with you this morning. It's been a difficult week for um, a lot of us. Um, there's a lot of change happening and um, things that we weren't expecting, but I want to encourage you through these changes that actually there's something that's constant that we can learn in and through all these things. And um, yeah, I, I want to read a, a psalm to you. It's a psalm that's written by David. And he's writing this psalm, and I want you to try and imagine David sitting and watching all of the different things that he talks about. He uses similes and, uh, and metaphors, and he's, he's picturing all of these um, things of nature and the scenarios, almost like he's sitting in a storm at times, and he's reflecting on these, you know, these powerful um, forces of nature and situations that he's found himself in, in wildernesses and various scenarios that, that have probably been overwhelming for him at times. Yet, he also, in thinking on all these things, discovers something else. And um, I'm going to read it to you and uh, share some points from it. And it says this. It says, Honor the Lord for his glory and strength. Honor the Lord for the glory of his name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. The voice of the Lord echoes above the sea. The God of glory thunders. The Lord thunders over the mighty sea. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is majestic. The voice of the Lord splits the mighty cedars. The Lord shatters the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon's mountains skip like a calf. He makes Mount Hermon leap like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord strikes with bolts of lightning. The voice of the Lord makes the barren wilderness shake. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord twists mighty oaks and strips the forest bare. In his temple, everyone shouts glory. The Lord rules over the floodwaters. The Lord reigns as king forever. The Lord gives his people strength. The Lord blesses them with peace. You know, no matter what we're facing, we can learn something in and through difficulties. And I want to encourage you through this season that you're in, when you're in a good season or a bad season, or the circumstances of life are almost like a loud voice that's coming in and trying to create um, various, trigger various emotions in our lives like fear and anxiety. You know, I believe there's something more powerful that we can learn like David learned when he watched all of these things. And I want to speak to you about the voice of the Lord and give you some thoughts about this. The first one is this, that we as a people of God or anybody in this world, if they choose to, can recognize his voice. John 10 talks about the good shepherd and it talks about the enemy comes to steal. In verse 3 to 4 it says, the watchman opens the gate for him and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them and his sheep follow him. Why? Because they know his voice. 
You know, as people, we can actually listen to God and we can hear his voice. And his voice brings reassurance. Just as David read in that, we read from David, it's a powerful, God is almighty, all-powerful. And it can reassure us and it can give us strength and it can give us peace in and through all things. The second point about the voice is this. His voice calls people to himself. John 7 verse 37 says, On the last and greatest day of the feast, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, streams of living water will flow from within. By this he meant the Spirit whom those who believed in him were later to receive. You know, the voice of God is calling people. Everybody is looking for reassurance. Everybody is looking for hope. Everybody is looking for love. And in this season, I want to encourage you, don't waste this time. If you've got time at home, you know, you're in isolation, you know, try and use your time intentionally. Spend some time allowing the Holy Spirit in your life to speak to you, reassure you, and also refresh you. Jesus wants to give us rivers of living water. He wants to speak life into our hearts. He wants to remind us of the hope that we have and the love that he's given us through our faith in him. So, first of all, we can recognize his voice. What an honor, what a privilege. We can hear the voice of God when we put our faith in him. Secondly, he calls us to himself. And the third point is this. His voice raises the dead. Wow. As David wrote that psalm, you know, his thoughts, these mighty things, these thunders, this lightning, you know, it can be scary things. I've walked in the building, and um, as I walked in earlier on, Ben walked around the corner and said hello, and he made me jump, you know? Just someone saying hello to me made me shake. Circumstances right now that we're going through may have made you shake and jump. But I want to encourage you, church. Actually, we jump. We need to take uh, stock again and remind ourselves of who God is. God is the God who raises the dead, I want to read John 5, 24 to 25. It says this, I tell you the truth. Those who listen to my message or my voice, my word, and believe in God who sent me have eternal life. You, if you believe in Jesus, have eternal life. They will never be condemned for their sins, but they have already passed from death to life. So believing in Jesus, it means we've moved from death to life. Our spirits come alive and now they are eternal with God. God has revived our hearts. Now we have eternity with God. I assure you, it says, that the time is coming, indeed it is here now, when the dead will hear my voice and the voice of the Son of God and those who listen will live. You know, Jesus Christ himself faced sin and death it said when he was on the cross taking it all on that the the sky was dark and it was black you know all of that sin and disease of that the humanity has ever committed was on jesus he knows what it is to be in darkness he knows what it is to feel separated and almost isolated from his father and he cried out to his father 
You know, and he, he dies. And most people looking at it at the time would have thought, you know, that's it. Where's the hope? What was the point in him coming? He was a good man. He did many things, but that was it. His life's gone. Yeah, you and I know, if you know the story, you know the accounts that Jesus didn't stay there. He may have been isolated for three days in a tomb, but that was not the end. Church, I want to say to you, this is not the end, okay? This is not finished. Our God raises dead people. And you may think at times it's dark, but I want to tell you this, that Jesus knows exactly how you feel because he's been through it, and he's with you, he's for you, and the same spirit that was in Christ and raised him from the dead is in you. And may it encourage you, may your faith be affirmed this morning that God is for you, not against you. And one day you will rise with him. In the meantime, when we're going through the darkness, may that light shine continually through your faith in him. I want to give you just three things that you can do then to help you with these things, to remind you of these things. The first one is this, put your faith in Jesus. Jesus is the word of God, as David talked about, the voice of the Lord, the Lord that had created the universe was put together. It was Jesus that he was created. Everything was created through Jesus, and Jesus was being manifest in a body, and Jesus is this all-powerful one. If you've never put your faith in Jesus, can I encourage you, choose to believe in Jesus. Choose to put all your faith in Jesus Christ as your Savior. The second thing you can do is this. If you do, once you've done that, is stay committed to Jesus. No matter what's happening, no matter how, when you're tempted, get back up again, get back on the path, shake off the dust, whatever that looks like for you, okay? And stay committed to Jesus. Make a commitment again and say, I'm committed to Jesus through this season. I'm committed to loving God and I'm committed to loving people like he has loved me. So, Put your faith in God. Stay committed to Jesus. And the third one is this. I find this a challenge, you know, because life is difficult. There are various emotions. I've had ups and downs this week. You know, thoughts come into my mind and you start to imagine scenarios. And I want to encourage you with this last point is this. Keep a right attitude like Jesus. It says that Jesus had, you know, he had all power. He had all authority, yet he humbled himself. He didn't think he was above. He didn't think he was better than God. He actually humbled himself. And I want to encourage you in this season, stay humble, be real, keep it honest, be, keep, keep being honest, uh, you know, be very self-aware with what's going on. And uh, also keep learning. Commit yourself to be learning what Jesus says about you. Your identity as a child, you know, keep committed to loving and forgiving like Jesus has taught us. So put your faith in Jesus. Stay committed in and through all things and keep a right attitude. You know, if ever there was a time, um, I would say it's now that we commit to prayer. We commit to listening to God and not listening to the sounds of this world that are, you know, creating so much anxiety and fear, but listening to Jesus, the word of God. As David said, the Lord rules over the floodwaters. The Lord reigns as a king forever. The Lord gives his people strength and the Lord gives his people peace. May God be your strength. May the Holy Spirit remind you of Jesus living in you, that you have the victory no matter what comes against you. God is for you, not against you. 
May his peace rule in your heart and mind through faith in Christ Jesus. Hey, you know, God is good and God is for us. Sometimes people ask me, where is God? What's happening? Can I hear God? Look, look for the helpers. I read something this week. Look for those who are helping. Be a helper. Be an encouragement. Be a lifter. You know, and um, let's believe God has given us the victory. We love you. We believe in you. We want to thank you for your support and love. Let's stay connected. It's an interesting season. We can feel vulnerable. We can feel isolated. But I want to encourage you. The Holy Spirit does not isolate us. We're all connected together by God and we're not alone. Don't let your feelings rule you. Let the truth of God's word rule in your heart. And may the peace of God rule there too. God bless you all. Let me just pray for you. Jesus, we thank you that you give us victory. We can look at your life, the sufferings of your life, but also the victory when you, you were raised from the dead. I thank you for your promises, Jesus. May your word come alive in our hearts. Holy Spirit, remind us of the truth that we are children of God, we are loved, and nothing, nothing can separate us from that love. Jesus, empower us. Give us your strength in our weakness. And Lord, may your peace rule, not just in our lives, but in our children's lives, in our neighbor's lives. Help us to take that peace to others in this difficult season. Thanks for listening, church. Keep encouraging each other. Let's stay connected. Do what you can to look out for people, phone people, call people, and uh, let them know that they're not alone. God bless you, and I'll see you soon.